Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to Nobody's Podcast. Webster's Dictionary defines nobody as a person who... We do not have time for this. Fine. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. (laughs) Were you going to say roll it? (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say roll. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I did did make the roll. And um, you also went, well... Then it stopped yourself. <laughs> I was like, "Nope, gonna have to, gonna have to switch that." But I also did the uh, universal sign of roll it, and I realized this is a podcast again. Yeah, yeah. Something I used to forget. do that sign when I was ready to leave a bar in college, and like all my friends would. That was like the signal, the bat signal of like time to go to the next. Time to go, <laughs> round it up. Yeah, that is a good roll round out. it up. I I do think it's funny that people are getting so like now people are filming their podcasts like your brother and his and his friends um, and his podcast partners. They Mm -hmm. is that right? They film they film their podcast co-host. Thank you. Um, It's interesting how people are doing that now. T has been telling us to do that since we started. I know. But we just don't. We're nobodies. We don't have a studio. If anyone wants to rent us a rent us a space. Remember, I remember we were going to do that and we actually. I had, I actually went to a studio to do another podcast and I talked to that studio. <laughs> they were like, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, we're so interested. Yes, we like, you're, you know, and the guy even like called me back and he's like, I sent him an episode or something and he's like, you guys are have great banter and we really enjoy it. You know, that'll be a thousand dollars a session. And we're like, whoa, okay. Yeah, like- <laughs> we're, like, um, we're working with a budget of zero. Yeah, always on a budget of zero people. So yeah. I- you know, maybe Believe will get like a studio. I feel like they're going that direction. Maybe they'll yeah. just be like, and we can just, you know, be their flagship and we'll just, you know, push ourselves in there. Forget yeah. all the forget all the other huge names that they yeah, have on their flagship, roster. Flagship, I think when we went into the meeting with Believe, I think you thought that they wanted us as their flagship show. Yeah. And and I thought like we were just lucky to be there. <laughs> and that's where the communication I don't know. I don't want to insult you, but I do want to say I feel like we switched places in that meeting because, like, I was the one that was like, (laughs) we switched places in terms of, like, um, I know where you're going with that. However, I've never in my life rapid fire questioned anyone the way you rapid fire questioned that guy. (laughs) And you also never were that aggressive. You were, you would have been, you would have been so much less aggressive and had your shit together, like your yeah. point made. And we're like, here's a bullet, here's a bullet, here's a bullet. Where as opposed to me rapid firing basically the same question about five times. And anything that came into your mind came out of your mouth. Like just That's like you. That's kind of like you. But yeah, why, but why in the business feel sense? More organized. But why in the business sense would I do that? I don't do that for anything else. But was, in, when we have like a special business meeting, I then decide that I'm going to be spontaneous and say whatever comes out. It was truly the most shocking <laughs> 25 minutes of our friendship. I was like, 
what is what is happening here? I feel like you called me afterwards. It's like, okay, you need to calm down. Well, and not only that, but you like walked away from that meeting with a totally different, like we did not even attend the same meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I won't even go into what you thought because we are part of the network. And so yeah. I'm just gonna like and we're so happy that they got over that hurdle. Um, of me. Yeah. Believe. Thank you for understanding that like he does not represent us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, what are your peaks and your valleys this week, Annie? Uh, my peak this week, I did actually write quick things oh. down. Um, gosh, I know it's a new leaf. Don't count on it. Um, <laughs> I, my peak this week is that I'm having a lot of people return, like repeat customers, not their customers, but, Mm -hmm. um, for my accountability group. Yes. Which is, it just, it makes me feel good that people are finding value in it. So, um, of the nine people that I had, I had originally had 10, one had to drop in February Mm -hmm. because of personal stuff. Um, so of the nine, eight are returning. Do you feel like you get, you know, I mean, the more, the longer I'm, well, you answer the question. Do you feel like the longer that you have gotten to know these people, does that help you sort of tailor what they need or are you letting them sort of, is it, is it kind of a double thing? Are you just Mm -hmm. checking in? Are you, are you like, now that you've gotten to know, know these, these ladies are, are you kind of being informed? Like, okay, this is maybe what you should are you kind of taking a little bit it's more kind liberty of a, with it? Yeah, it's kind of a okay. combination. And we also become more like friends. And it's not just yeah. women. I have two men also. Oh. Um, yeah. I didn't know um, that. Yeah. And their goals are very specific to like physique, yeah. losing weight and working out and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, it is. I I've become like friends with quite a few of them. So it's kind of nice. Well, I also like that you, you know, we talked about this already, but like on the podcast, but that you are, you, it's not just, you know, about weight loss. It's about health stuff, but also it doesn't even have to be about, it's like, you know, you had a client that you mentioned a while back, like they didn't want to drink wine every night or like that. You don't Mm -hmm. want to eat chocolate every, you know, you don't want to eat chocolate anymore. Only want to eat chocolate on the weekends. Or, I mean, it can, it doesn't have to be just about like, get on your stationary bike and ride a class. Like it does not like that. No, I had one, um, one woman this time that was just like, you know, I work out a lot, but it's all cardio. I want to lift more weights. Yeah. So I was like, cool, let's focus on weightlifting twice a week in addition to all your other stuff. So, um, yeah, anyway, it just makes me feel good that people find value in it. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. And so, like I said, I do have spots open, but DM me on Instagram if yeah. you're interested. Uh, my valley of the week is that, um, I mean, this is pretty typical with a newborn, but sometimes in the morning, there's just like a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> like we've both just woken up from sleeping. He eats right away in the morning. And sometimes like, I don't think his body's ready for it. And sometimes the diaper doesn't get put on correctly. And he, I got pooped on and puked on in a matter of 30 seconds the other day. And it was truly like, I just, he was sitting there on my lap and he had a blowout. And then I picked him up to go change him out of his blowout diaper and clothes. And he puked all over me. And I was like, 
there is just a lot happening in this apartment right now. <laughs> Little Blue. I know. He was Did he like laugh him. afterwards or? He was totally happy the whole time. Does this happen often or is this just a. Uh... Sometimes he's a pretty gassy baby. And so we get, we nice. laugh a lot because sometimes he'll like really like just let a fart rip and then like immediately after sneeze and spit up a little and you're just like how is this happening <laughs> like why does it have to happen all so close together yes um yes. babies are just funny they and are. like the fact that all of us were babies at one time is just really mind-blowing and how did we yeah like how in the fact that not to freak you out obviously you already know this but like the fact that you are in charge of like keeping them alive like our parents had yeah. to keep us alive um well, yeah the there are a lot of people that i look at and i'm like how did you do that i mean <laughs> like seriously. how did you get here based on yeah <laughs> it's just there's a lot there's a lot of paths you can take to the same destination yes do you feel like way i mean it's got to be also interesting. Like your whole mind shift has had to change like in this time because you have, I mean, you have another human being. Like, do you wake up and you're like, I have to mom today. Or is it like, did you, is that already passed? Like, you're just, okay, this is the light. Now I've got to do this. Some days you wake up, some days I wake up and I'm like, I have to mom today. And I'm like, not, I'm in the mood to be with him. Yeah. I'm not in the mood. Cause like you have to do stuff with them. Like you have to like, do tummy time and mm -hmm. he's he's going to a chiropractor and yeah, so i was I have gonna like, say you guys have a lot of it you, you were telling me about all the appointments you've had a yeah, lot of appointments like, and just yeah he's going to a, a pediatric chiropractor to help with some alignment stuff to help with um breastfeeding and so i have exercises that i have to do with him and like there's there's just things now that he's a little bit older like he has to be entertained a little bit so, yeah, certain days I get really excited about it. And certain days I'm like, got to do this again today. And then you're like, oh, I got to do this every day for the rest of my life. Forever. And you never stop being a mom. Ever. But uh, it is the best. It's the hardest, but like best thing ever. And by hardest, it's like mostly just the mental. No, but it's hard. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. I mean, it's physical too. I mean, you're, you know, okay. Well, I'll, I'll ask <laughs> I will say actually. T and I were laughing that being a parent is basically just like always having back pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just as if you didn't have that after 30 anyway, it's like. Right. But now we'll be like bending over to change his diaper. And when we stand up, both of us are like, oh, oh God, God, you're both so damn tall that it's I hard know. that you're that like, you're probably much. hunched over. Yeah. <laughs> we we change his diaper and we stand, we stand up in slow motion. <laughs> You guys are gonna have to so like dumb. like pat like pound out your backs. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. So you don't Both get of us humps, are like, like Quasimodo. We, yeah, we need to go to the chiropractor ourselves and yeah. a whole host of stuff. Um, well, my peak this week is that I'm going to Palm Springs. Oh fun. When? Um on Thursday. So I well, once this comes out, I'll already be there. But Ooh. I I it's with some people it's with like all my it's some really really close friends my friend jimmy my friend joe i've known for like we went to i mean jimmy i've known forever and uh his wife and then it's all couples and me um 
And standard at this point. I know it really is, but it's like, it was, it's uh, my friend Stan and Tina who are, who I went to Greece to their wedding. They're coming yes. out. And, and I went to high school with. Yes, yes, exactly. And my friend Joe and Mo, Joe, I've known since high school. I've actually known Mo since high school too. I don't really know. I know one that's going to think this is fun. Nice. I'm jealous. I know. Um, and I mean, I'm just doing all the vacations. Like I'm booking flights. It's also, it's all good, but it's also bad. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, no money. Actually, although, you know, I'm planning a trip, I'm planning a couple trips in May and, um, you know, it's just a lot, um, <laughs> These trips have not been cleared by HR. I know, I know, I know. And I need to clear them with you. I'll get, I'll get it. I'll get you a list. Um, very short. I have a couple too, that I also need to clear with you. So perfect. Oh my God. We'll convene after this. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, I, I think once, you know, cause people started planning and, you know, like I had, I had friends in town the last two weekends. My brother Jack was in town last weekend. You know, you have family coming in town. It's just like things are all, all like, or you had family yeah. in town, and it's just like people have, you know, people are doing shit. It's a lot. There's a lot. It's going just on. a lot, and there's it's yeah. mo- everything is money. But you know what? I'm not going to do is I'm going to I'm going to instead of tailoring my work if I can obviously all if I can, but I'm not going to disrupt. Like I'm going to do. I'm going to plan this stuff and then have my work, whatever that is, work around it. You know, I'm not going to like, oh, my work, you know, I have to put this first because I want to do all these things. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, what is the word? Skimp? No, I don't know. You don't, you want to work to live, not live to work. Thank you. Yeah. It's just, it's become, it's so profound. Um, so my valley is that um, <clears throat> I don't really know. Well, that's sort of a, that was sort of a valley. Like planning a vacation is no money, but you know what? Too many people sent have sent me an article recently, and um, the headline is "Still not caught COVID. It might be down to how attractive you are," scientists say. And every like three people have sent me this article with a you know little note caption on it that said. Like essentially all of them were like, sorry, Bryce. Cause you got it. Cause I've already had COVID. And so they're saying like, I mean, I, I do, I, I guess I must tout my attractiveness um, so much so that people are saying like, obviously you've had COVID. So it's not because you're attractive. Also like, who put this out? Fox News? The Sun. Basically the basically the okay. <laughs> equivalent National, of Fox National News. National Enquirer. Um, it says it says uh it, researchers took photos and blood tests of 79 women and 80 men at Texas Christian University. Afterwards, 492 other volunteers were asked to rate the facial attractiveness of the participants based on facial photos that were taken. Um the opinion uh the opinion of the study researchers universal understanding of good looks transcends. Okay. That's, I don't know that why I said that. Um, let me see if there's, I didn't really proofread this article. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, am I, yeah. I mean, obviously there are things that because I'm so attractive, like I can't believe that I'm still single. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on with me that, it, that, it, that are shocking, but I don't feel like I bring up, how attractive I am all the time that it would warrant 
several people sending me an article that says you're not that attractive because you've had COVID. I'm more alarmed how many of your the people around you have had access to this article. Because it sounds like total bullshit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it must have been a meme somewhere. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that that this is good for me to know because now I know how many notches you need to be knocked down. I that is true. And you know what, Annie? I mean, you had COVID at the very beginning, but you haven't gotten it since. So I well, feel and like I was good. asymptomatic. So, I mean, I feel like there is something there. So I would like to know what bullshit scientists have to say about, like, what ha what about, how attractive are you if you get COVID, but you're asymptomatic? Ah, that's a good, that's a good question. I really want to know the reasoning behind this now. Um, it well, says this, a I can tell you right now, when I say bullshit scientists, I'm talking about whoever did this article because science is real and people need to listen to it. Yeah. Um, but also... Even the study setup, like, doesn't sound right. I hate that. I hate this study and I hate this article. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Now it's let's get started with Peloton in 60 seconds, a segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Ready. Set. Go. Okay, so um, country rides are my jam right now. I don't know why. I've just been taking like a billion country ride after country ride. I actually got to a point where I had taken a country ride, a 20-minute country ride, and I had forgot. It took me – it was 20 minutes, and it took me until about two minutes left that I realized that I had already done the ride like two days before. Why are you taking so many country rides? Because I love, I just love the music. Like I'm really just into it. I'm, I'm jamming to the I music. I can't think of like a worse genre to ride a bike to. <laughs> oh, it's I so really great. Can't. It oh, feels God. like you're on. It feels like you're on. A, it feels like you're on a horse most of the time. Um, but also, did you see that Bowflex is trying to get into the stationary bike game? I mean, stick to multifunctional cables, bro. How long did it take you to ride that? Not that long, but what do you think about Bowflex? Why do you think these people are trying to get into this? Because I think everybody is. I think people saw the success of Peloton and then immediately started. Because Nordic Track has one. Mm. SoulCycle came out with their own. A lot of them did that. And this has been Peloton in 60 Seconds. They also just really quickly have a, a no, sorry, everyone. Sorry, listeners. They also, did you see that they have this new game gaming thing? Yeah. I was going to ask you if you've done that. I haven't done it, but I want to do it. It's like Tron. Um, Let's do it before we record next and we'll report back. Yes. It's called Lane Break. So you guys know yeah. Um, it is basically a new way to ride. And it's a gamified workout experience and you can find it through the software update and more rides tab. Um, it turns your workout into a game by challenging you to change lanes with the resistance knob to rack up points. Okay. Yeah, we'll try it and we'll report back. Yes. All right. Um, let's talk about some resurfacing headlines that uh, won't seem to go away. So okay. uh, according to a recent interview, Courtney Cox, who's promoting her new TV show on stars called Shining Veil, vale, a show I should have written for and possibly co-starred in, mm -hmm. said she, Jennifer Aniston, and Lisa Kudrow ate the same salad together every day for 10 years while on the hit sitcom Friends. It was apparently a run-of-the-mill Cobb salad that Jen doctored up with fixins. 
this is a very old and mindless headline, but I but it did get me thinking, Annie, do you eat the same foods all the time or do you switch it up? Um, I switch it up. Like well, how can you be both of those things? I think so. I am not. I am I you eat are, the same food all yeah, the time. Yeah, you eat the same stuff all the time. I have like a Am I like cooking new recipes all the time? No, but it's not like this is my lunch every day. Yes. Okay. What do you think about that? Do you think people are crazy to do that? No, I think people, whatever works for them. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through my week and I'll tell you exactly what I, not everything, but maybe I'll just do dinners and I want you to just comment as you, as we go along. So okay. First of all, I mean, obviously every single day is fire in the hole. Start off the day, fire in the hole. I know. Which, which is a protein shake with with a very limited amount of berries, as much spinach that can fit in the Nutribullet, and three scoops of protein powder because I'm trying to, you know, obviously, as we've said multiple times on this podcast, that I'm trying to get yoked, jacked, Three swole. scoops of protein powder. Are you like constipated all the time? No, it doesn't. It, it like not even really. I think I'm absorbing all the protein. I feel like someone told me this. I'm just, I, I, someone on a real, like a real source wasn't Ben. I should have asked Ben, but a real source told me, okay, you need to up your protein intake if you want to get. Yeah, no, that is. You want to become a pump dragon. That, God, no one's encouraging (laughs) me to use that phrase. (laughs) Um, that's true, but I think you should be doing it through like normal food sources and not like three scoops of protein powder per fire in the hole. Like that's okay. Bryce, that's obscene. Okay. Well, let me keep going. Um, so how many I, times a day do you do that? Just once now I moved it down okay. to just one time. So I don't, okay. I eat it and I eat it for breakfast and that's my breakfast. Okay. But my breakfast is also usually at 3 PM. So yeah, that's a whole other issue that we can get into later. I have okay. not been as crazy about my intermittent fasting. Um, I know this is going to be so interesting for everyone to hear what I have to eat. Um, I eat, <laughs> so on Mondays, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I eat. Um, I, I can tell you, I already hate this, but go ahead. I eat salmon and I eat an entire bag of broccoli. <laughs> and um, oh I, uh, I, but those are my veggie. Those are my vegetarian days. I don't eat any meat on those days. What did you think salmon is? Well, salmon's a fish. Pescatarian, excuse me. Sorry, my pescatarian days. I just okay. don't eat meat. I just don't eat meat on those days. Um, <laughs> fish is not a meat. I'm sorry, what? That's not considered a meat. People are pescatarian and they don't eat cow, hide, cow, hide. Pescatarian specifically means fish eating. But yeah. you're kidding. Wait, what? Are you really saying that fish is not a meat? No, no, no. Okay. Let me, no, I'm saying that fish is like you, when people say that they're a meat eater, that means, that doesn't mean that like, say they only ate fish, they would be a pescatarian. Right. So, but they, that just means a pescatarian just doesn't eat like chicken or cow or pork. Yes. So those are, so Mondays and Wednesdays are my pescatarian days. Okay. That's what I meant. Right. I'm sorry, not a vegetarian day. But that, that but you also said, okay, even after you corrected yourself and said I, 
those are my pescatarian days. You said, because those are the days I don't eat meat. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have, I, I just meant like the traditional meats. So like chicken, <laughs> cow, okay. that okay. kind of thing. I apologize. I backtrack. You were right to say something. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, so we and, can agree that a fish is a meat. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. it's a meat, but it's just not that traditional, like um, an animal it, meat. I mean, fish is an animal. I know I'm saying a living, an animal on land, a land animal. Okay. That is what I mean. You, know, I you guys got to tell us. Like, you guys gotta tell I can't us. wait for you to listen back to this and laugh at this conversation. Okay. Well, you guys got to tell you listeners, you got to tell us. Cause like, what do you think? Do you think this is like, what do you think about this conversation? Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Let me keep going. Okay. All right. So then on, I have taco Tuesday and taco Thursday. So okay. I have, I have taco salads, both of those days. I do eat the traditional meat of <laughs> Turkey, a Turkey. Okay. Meat. And, um, and then, you know, Friday is usually a free for all, which means it's a cauliflower rice, which I know you love that I eat, mm -hmm. not just the rice, just eat the, like you've, as you've told me multiple times, just eat the rice, rice. Yeah. And, um, you know, some, I do usually typically eat like chicken that night. Okay. But it's, that's basically every week, unless I'm going out to dinner or something like that's, that's the standard schedule. I mean, I'm actually fine with it, but I am still a little bit alarmed at the fish conversation. <laughs> All right. Fine. 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 I it just, you dug yourself deeper every time. you. Started. I know. I, I just, but yes, fish is a meat. It okay. is a meat. Right. And it's, it's a meat. And it is and an, an animal. animal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Nobody's Podcast is brought to you by Way. Annie, is your skin dry, itchy, or dehydrated like mine, especially in the winter months? Wait, let me rephrase that. Does your epidermis ever feel like a rhinoceros is hide, or maybe like the topography of Arizona? Okay, after this, I want to know how long you've known what an epidermis <laughs> is. But like we've talked about before, you need some new references. So we can also talk about that after this. Also, it sounds like you need Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing, hydrating, and contains high quality nourishing ingredients like squalane, coconut oil, and kupwasu butter. It sounds like I do, but no way Way does all that. <sighs> it does. <laughs> And I have actually used a couple of their other products, like their dry shampoo and their leave-in conditioner, and both of those do exactly what they say they will. So experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire purchase at T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com code believe. The Nobody's Podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. Small Potatoes, I want to talk to you about VPN. No, I'm not referring to the now defunct TV channel that aired Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Moesha, and Shasta McNasty and eventually became the CW. That was UPN. A VPN is a virtual private network that encrypts your internet traffic and hides your IP and virtual location. 
In short, it helps protect your data and secures your connection to avoid piracy. The best VPN on the market is hands down NordVPN because of its commitment to speedy service, privacy, and customer satisfaction. I've personally used NordVPN and I can tell you how amazing it is. I didn't even know that I needed this until I had it and now I can't go on the internet without it because it just allows me not to have my information collated and collected and trafficked all throughout the internet. So if you want to be like me, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordVPN.com dot com slash believe or use the code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to get up to 70 percent off your nord vpn plan plus one additional month for free it's also risk-free with nord's 30-day money back guaranteed sounds like a win-win to me this episode of the nobodies is brought to you by emily why didn't you use the sexy voice uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But, you know, what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh, my God. We've talked about your use of the word type. All right. Well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, But yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code nobody. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. Annie, I just ordered my oversized sweatshirt to keep me cozy in the cool months. I really don't love that sentence, but I really do love that you finally ordered it. Woohoo! It's the small wins. <laughs> oh my god, pushing it with that woohoo. And now, back to the show. Okay, alright. Um, another story <clears throat> that is stupid... Uh, well, wait, first of all, what do you, so like, what are your sort of go-to like meals? Like not the stuff, like, we, I mean, I know that you love wings and mac and cheese and that kind of stuff, but I mean, mm. if you're cooking, if you guys are cooking, like, what do you, what do you typically eat? We usually have tacos at least once a week. We have some sort of pasta once a week Okay. with real noodles. Uh, um, no, we do use banza noodles. Well, cause everything's it's banza. Yeah. It's not bonsai. No, I was going to let that really slide. Really striking out. Really I was gonna, <laughs> I was going to let that slide, but um you brought it up. So um <laughs> banza noodles for anyone wondering are those noodles made out of chickpeas. Um they also have banza makes mac and cheese that's pretty solid. Um what else do we have? We do a lot of salads, salmon. I have salmon. We usually have salmon once a week. Which is a so meat. It is a meat. It's and from fish. Animal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we do. So we do have similar meals, but we don't do it like on a schedule like you. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah. And you guys, obviously everything's out of whack right now. So I, yeah. you know. Right now we're just, we eat whatever our, we make eye contact with. Yeah. <laughs> And whatever you can probably get with one hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So uh, another story that doesn't seem to die is an eight-year-old brawl between Brad Pitt, Scott Eastwood, 
Clint Eastwood's son, and Shia LaBeouf is circulating again. Scott Eastwood has confirmed, because we both actually watched the movie that he was in. I think that he was promoting this. It's called I Want You Back on Amazon Prime. And it's good. Watch it. Yes, it's very good. He um, has confirmed for the first time that he and his co-star Shia LaBeouf got into a fight so volatile while filming uh, 2014's Fury that Brad Pitt had to break it up. Uh, it says, quote, LaBeouf got mad at me and it turned into a volatile moment that Brad Pitt ultimately got in the middle of. Clint Eastwood's son recently told Insider in an interview, uh, the incident between Shia and Scott apparently beca- began because Scott was chewing tobacco and spitting it directly into the tank the film centers around. So apparently, I mean, I've seen, the, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but the, they're in a tank called Fury. And so okay. he's spitting in the tank. Um he was spitting in the tank and Brad said to himself or Brad said he himself started to get pissed off over the behavior. Scott added to insider that in retrospect though, an actor's process should never hinder how people are treated on set. He said it should always uh, enhance the production, not take away and put people in situations where it's a shitty work environment or you're rude to people or you have them be in an uncomfortable situation. Um, all I have to say is apparently Scott Eastwood forgot the first rule of Fight Club. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. <laughs> Furthermore, reports of LaBeouf's behavior during the making of Fury threatened to ruin the film. He refused to shower. He had a tooth pulled for the role and repeatedly cut his own face with a knife to give himself a, himself the character's wounds. Bluey. Well, what's going hey. on? Hey, buddy. You can't hear me, Hi. obviously. I don't know why I'm screaming in your ear. Um, <clears throat> well, he's right by my headphones, so he actually might be able to hear you. Hey. He's oh, we high. just had a – did we have a nap? We did have a nap. My gosh. Well, I won't keep your mommy too much longer. You're okay. Say we're good. All right. So, um, anyway – um, okay, we were talking about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so Shia LaBeouf like did all this stuff. He he pulled a tooth. He refused to shower because he was trying to get into character. Scott Eastwood also kind of did the same thing where I didn't put it. It was in this article that I forgot to mention. Scott Eastwood, the part part of his character was to like spit and chew tobacco. So he was doing that like method, like the method acting. And so that's what okay. Shia LaBeouf I think was doing. But then they just got into a fight because, because Scott Eastwood kept doing this. And Brad Pitt was like, you got to clean this shit up. You know, and was getting pissed off. And so that's why him and Shia LaBeouf got mad too or got into a fight. This is like the definition of like why men sometimes just need to chill out. Yeah. Well, also, I, I mean, I don't know who cares about this story, I guess, from Scott Eastwood's perspective, but, and I guess I do apparently. Um, but secondly, um, although that spitting behavior is abhorrent, I think Shia LaBeouf seems awful. Like, didn't he get a. Oh. Well, yeah, he think? seems like the worst. Because he got into a fight with Tom Hardy on the set of another movie. Like it was sort of a Western movie. I can't remember. What Lawless. It was Lawless. I think he got yeah. in a fight with Tom Hardy, and Tom Hardy like punched him in the face. That's alleged. I don't know. I can't remember the story. So I mean, honestly, don't come good. after me. Don't come after me. But they should yeah. do a revival with him called Uneven Stevens. <laughs> okay, that was actually pretty funny. Yes. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Yay! Yay, Bruce! That was good. That was um the first like punny thing that you've said that I thought was like that was a genuine laugh. That okay, was good. That wow. was funny. That is that. And now I know. Now I at least have a have a gauge on it. Um, yeah. 
Well, I did want to ask you real quick, have you ever had to come down? I mean, I'm sure you have um, on a friend, but have you ever had to come down kind of hard or get stern with either a friend, don't include me in this, um, or or a coworker before um, like this situation? Maybe not, obviously not this volatile, but. um, Yes. Yes. I'm not going to disclose any information, but. Well, did it, it, did it, I guess what I would ask is, is it, did it resolve itself or like, were you able to, was it like a clean break or would you like talk to that person again? Um, well, and it, it was a coworker situation and you know, Bryce, you, sometimes you just can't fix stupid. <laughs> I hear you. I've had to do that too. And I actually, I think I maybe have talked about this. So the one that comes to mind, I've had a couple of times where I was, I was, it wasn't volatile or anything, but there was definitely some tension between a coworker of mine who we worked really closely together. And it was, it almost got to a point where you're not communicating and it's yeah. like, you have to talk to these people. I mean, you know, I think it was just, we have to talk to each other. Like it just got to a really unfortunate point. That was like right at the very beginning. It was just hard. We couldn't really see eye to eye and there wasn't anything, mm -hmm. there wasn't anything really bad necessarily, but it just, we just were not seeing eye to eye and we didn't know how to work with each other. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a very fine line too, between like challenging each other and having it be for the better Yes. versus being completely like derailing everything. I'm thinking specifically my friend, Melissa, who, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. um, she and I were really good at challenging each other at work for the better. Like we, yeah. I think we, we did a good job of, I remember one time at a meeting specifically, we were going back and forth, like not agreeing and not like, just could not get on the same page and everybody in the room. Cause we're both like very headstrong. Yeah. Everybody in the room was kind of like, this is not good. Cause we're also such good friends. And then right after it was just kind of like, you know, we both set our piece and our boss was like, why don't we take like a five minute break after that? And both of us just stood up and we like left the room talking and it was like, no big deal. Oh, that's Whereas, hilarious. Cause we, cause we saw each other's not even that we saw each other's perspective. We just respect like, each other. Exactly. And I think that's the big difference. I think Shia LaBeouf is a very difficult person to respect. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I had another instance where just recently I had to, I like lost my cool a little bit with a coworker and it was not, I mean, I immediately regretted it. Not because I was like, it was warranted, but I just remember thinking that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, or what was it? Gonna be? It was warranted, but it just wasn't necessary. Like I just, right. I, I can't believe I, I just hate to, I hate when people can get to you. Cause I always like to keep it very cool. Cause I think that actually infuriates people more. Oh, if you're totally. just like, not going to yeah. get me, you're not ever going to get me. And I just, yeah. like, I had had enough and I was like, well, screwed that one up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so right. as, as I mentioned uh, earlier, Annie, when I was looking uh, for topics on this episode, I came across some important questions for new moms. So I thought I'd go through them and I want you to tell the world if people should be allowed to ask these questions or not. You don't have to answer the question specifically. I simply want to know if they should be asked in at all in the first place. So okay. well, let, me, let me cough up a hairball. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I have there are, ten, there are ten of these. So if you want to, if you want to, uh, uh, you know, 
explain oh. or you know say expand more expand or whatever. And yes, thank you, thank you for that. Okay, so number mm -hmm. one is, are you breastfeeding? Do you ask a woman if they're breastfeeding? Um, I would not because some women want to and can't. Okay, mm, good. All right. Um, two, why do you look tired? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that because for obvious reasons. <laughs> okay. Um, is your baby sleeping through the night? Um, I would probably avoid specific like that also just only because everybody wants to sleep through the night yeah and like the chances of you asking that after like a really bad night are high <laughs> so <it's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good point um all right number four do you want my parenting advice actually that's fine I don't have a problem with that because then you give the person the uh, the ability to say, you know what? No, I don't have the capacity for that today. Okay. As opposed to just, here's my advice. That's funny. I was going to, there was a, so I was listening to Chelsea Handler's podcast, uh, Dear Chelsea and Kristen Bell was on, this was a while ago, but she said, uh, Kristen said that her friend group, she was a really close group of friends. And, you know, I think they're always like trying to better each other and stuff, but um, they ask each other when they want something or if like they have something to say, they're like, are you coachable? That's the question they ask. Oh, that's hilarious. I like I was that. Like, that's really good. And then, and then they could yeah. be like, no, I'm not coachable today. Or like, I'm not coachable at this moment. So yeah. it's kind of like, that's no, that's great. That's a, that's a great example. And that's not just T for mom. I, that's for yeah. T and I sometimes will say like, if one of us, like, do you just need to vent or do you want my help? Yes. Because I think that is especially in a relationship, it's so easy to jump into like, let me fix it mode. Yes. And so it's like, okay, do you want my help or do you just need to vent about the situation? Yeah. I, cause so I, think, I think, and good. I think you and I do that too. I feel like, cause yeah. you're like, cause you've said that to me before where I, cause it's just, sometimes you just need someone to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. That sucks. Yes, exactly. You know? Like, you know, yes. like, well, it's probably because of this or probably because of that. Even if the advice is good, it's like, I don't, I, I like, I'm not at this moment, like talk to me in an hour and yes, then you can tell me that or whatever. Right. I just need so. to be able to be pissed right now. Yes, exactly. I have people, I have people, not you that don't <laughs> seem to get that all the time. Yeah. So uh, I had to kind of explain things to you. I'm like, I just don't need it right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Number five, when are you having another one? Oh God. Um, I would avoid that because okay. again, you don't know how, like they may be trying or they may be, you just don't know. A new mom is so many new moms kind of suffer in silence. And so you just mm. don't ever want to like make that worse in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, all right. Number six, have you lost the baby weight yet? Absolutely. <laughs> Some of these I just um, wanted your reaction to. I mean, my God. Yeah, definitely Who would not. Say that? Refrain, Who would refrain ask from that? making any comments on a postpartum woman's body. On any woman's body, but specifically one that's postpartum. Except except if they think you look thin. Unless it's me it. specifically and you think I look thin, then stop me on the street. I had a friend of mine say, reach out and say, I want that. Can you tell the podcast listeners that I want that too? 
Okay. <laughs> I love that. So it was great. Um, so number seven, why are you running around slash working out already? Um, I would say don't ask this. I have been asked this a lot. I knew you had. So I wanted to see your take on this. Do you do you yeah. like that or not? I mean, you don't no. have to call anyone out, but just you don't need to explain. Like the thing is, is for me, because I know you have addressed it on your Instagram and it's mm -hmm. like, you don't need, there's no justification. Like you're not, no one, unless you're a doctor or like hospital representative or. Not only that, unless you are my doctor. Yeah, exactly. Like I think, and I know that I had a C-section and I know that a C-section is considered major abdominal surgery and it is. Everyone's recovery is different. Um, when I started posting that I was working out again at six weeks, the comments and opinions that poured in, um, I worked with my doctor and I also work with a physical therapist and I'm like perfectly cleared to do everything. So, I mean, I think um, it's nice that people are checking in on you if that's what they were doing. But I mean, I don't think that you're the type of person that just does things on a whim. Like if I, no. if it were me and I were working out at six weeks, like people might have a question about it. Well, the thing is like, there were some people, and it is the way you do it. There were some people that reached out that basically were like checking on me, making sure I didn't have the pressure on me to lose the baby weight. You know, like, hey, it's okay if you, you know, just it's okay if you don't feel it like you can get right back into it. Yeah. That's all well and good. Like that was fine. It was the way people went about it. Like, I don't need somebody telling me that I'm working out too early when they don't know anything about me or my situation. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah you don't like that either. Blue. You guys blue is joining us again. I don't know if anybody knew that. I don't know if you could tell yeah. um, or if we address that or not. I don't know if we address it, it in either, the episode. He, yeah. He's joined us. Um, okay. Number eight. Thank you for that. I think that was really informative actually, by the way. Um, uh, eight, are you happy you have a boy slash girl? Like, or is it like, like me being yeah. like, you know, are I mean. you happy that you have a boy? Um, I don't, I, you're just kind of putting someone in a hole. Like, what are they supposed to say? Like, yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Oh, I don't get, okay. I don't, I don't get that either. So I, I yeah, no, I, yeah. I would avoid that question in general. I also didn't like it when I was pregnant and people would be like, do you want a boy or girl? Yeah. It's kind of like, especially for the first, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. Like I, and you sound like you feel like such a goober being like, I just want them to be healthy. But like yeah. in reality, like all you want is them to be healthy. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it doesn't really, and <clears throat> also you don't know the other situation. Wow. I have so much <clears throat> phlegm. Um, I, I don't know what, <laughs> You don't know what the situation is either. Like, what if right. they got, what if they, you know, they got pregnant like as a last ditch effort or what if they, I mean, right. usually these questions are reserved for people that aren't that close to you. It seems like, I mean, it's probably like, yeah. people, like fringe people who aren't like, cause I feel like, you know, if you know somebody they're they're not going to ask, they're going to know not to ask some certain things. Yeah, exactly. I have a friend actually who recently got pregnant through IVF. And that was like the one, I think I can't even, I did ask her, I was like, so did you guys get to like choose the boy or girl embryo? You know, and it is kind of touchy. And I, I'm always the first one to be like, listen, if I come off as ignorant, like, please just tell me to shut up yeah. because there's so many things. Like, I do think that we have to leave the room for people to ask the questions that they have without right. jumping down their throats about like, 
oh my God, that's so inappropriate. I don't think anyone, I, I think everyone should be allowed to be given that space, but also like just here's common sense. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, number nine, how great is it that you don't have to work for six to eight weeks? That is the, <laughs> the fact that anyone thinks, I think I posted something about this on my story. The fact that anyone thinks that maternity leave is like a vacation is everything that just shows everything that's wrong with this country. For sure. There was another one that was not, there was, a, it was more of a statement that I saw that was like, gosh, it must be great not have to work for, for this long. Like, it's like, what do you think I'm doing? I'm keeping another person alive, by the way. For people breastfeeding, like I'm keeping another person alive quite literally with my own body. <laughs> like, <laughs> what more could you possibly want from me? There's something that said that um, breastfeeding for an entire year is like working a second full time job with no vacation days. That's how much, that's how much time, like actually by hours, God. goes into breastfeeding for a year. <laughs> That's insane. Like, no, it's crazy. It's uh, crazy. Okay. And the last one is a statement. <clears throat> okay. You look like you were never pregnant. Um, this is kind of a toughie. I will say I wanted to end on this. Yeah, this is a tough one again, because I'm not hyper. If somebody is going to compliment the way that I look, I'm not hypersensitive to that. Only <clears throat> unless you're going to tell me that I look bad. I just think it's your your best bet is to avoid commenting on women's bodies. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I, I think, I think the, the, the reasoning behind this was that why you shouldn't say it is because, you know, some people may have really loved the pregnancy and they must yeah. they would have loved their body and like, or maybe their husband loved their body as they, when they were pregnant or whatever. And like, they just, they enjoyed the time of being pregnant. So the fact that you're taking that away from them, even if, though it's a, you know, even though it's like a, I mean, so distracted, be, I'm so distracted by blue that I can't even. I know. It's, talk. I know. Sorry. I'm trying to keep him entertained because he's hungry and needs a diaper change. Okay. Well. Um, but no, he, I think it's meant to be a compliment, but you just don't know where the woman's at headspace wise. Yes, exactly. And like postpartum hormones are nuts. So even if it's like the most well-intentioned, even if the woman nine times out of 10 would take it as a compliment, that one time out of 10, that may be devastating to her that day. And yes. like, so just stay away from it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all. Thanks. I think I really do think, I feel like I hope people learn. I certainly learned something. I know now what to say. I mean, I would have probably asked all these questions. So uh, I think, but, yeah, uh, I think you're just, your best bet is to just be like, the best thing you can do is say, how are you? Is there anything I can do to help? Yes, that's great. Like if you need something to ask a postpartum woman that's what you say is there anything you need that could help yes that's great that would be great that's great yeah. all right well go go get that diaper changed blue i need to get yes. a diaper i need a diaper change too so i, I will we can both get our diapers changed but not both by me <laughs> <laughs>
The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and Believe Podcast Network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast at Nobody's Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at Nobody's The Pod on Twitter. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.